Mellow Greetings. What's up? I am Crowley for X1039's What's New Now podcast. So we were following the story from the beginning of the guy that was pushing a peanut up Pike's Peak with his nose. That seems like something you say for a slow news day. And in fact, it has not been slow news days, but it has been sad, horrible, depressing news days. So finally, something that we can all get behind. There ain't going to be any political disagreements about. It's just a good, fun, feel-good story for once. So anyway, we knew we had to talk to this guy. I had so many questions. And it should be noted, so did a lot of other people all around the world. He did interviews from Australia, Germany, so many other places, a lot here in town. So we knew we had to get him too. So you are about to meet Bob Salem, the first guy this century to push a peanut up Pike's Peak with his nose. And before I get to that, let me do the, the usual business of don't don't forget to uh, crash that bell, hit the like, the button, the thing. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment on our socials. It helps with the algorithm. All right, let's go. The moment has arrived. Uh, dude, we, we have been talking about you so much. Bob Salem here in the studio. The man who pushed a peanut up Pike's Peak with his dang nose. Sort of. Sort so of. first, tell me about Bob Salem, the man. Uh, Stay-at-home dad. I'm a collector or a bringer home of crap, by the way my wife would call it. <laughs> I'm one of those people with a lot of time on their hands. Oh, nice. Jealous. <laughs> so it kind of fits me. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw a quote from you that said they, some newspaper person thought they were really clever and asked you if you were nuts. And you're like, what would you say instead? Oh, I, 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 oh, I think I called myself eccentrically centered. Is, Ooh. Is my, uh. It's Ooh. usually my go-to, eccentrically centered. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that instead of people just saying I'm weird. Yeah. So I like that a lot. How'd you prepare for this? Like it's it's such a physical feat. Uh, we did a bit of hiking, you know, just to get used to the altitude and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, it's not like there's a lot of practice you need to be on your hands and knees, you know, shoving something with a spoon. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you live here in the springs? Yeah, I live in Colorado Springs. How long you lived here? A little over 16 years now, originally from Cleveland. Nice. So how long have you been thinking about doing this? Well, actually, I think it's almost been a year. And uh, Michael Mayo from the Manitou Springs Heritage Museum, he is like talking about the history of it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, just coincidentally, is like, you know, the 150th of Manitou is coming up. I wish we could find somebody who would do it, you know, to celebrate that and kind of get attention. And I was like, I'll do it, just the three words. And, you know. Man. Did they talk about maybe renaming it to Pinatou Springs or anything like that? I, that was definitely not in the uh, in the conversation at all. <laughs> yeah, bigger things to worry about, or smaller things, as the case may yes, be. I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. so, um, all right. Well, let's get to the details of the thing itself because this is where I'm really like crazy curious. Was it a shelled peanut? Yes. It, no. No. It was a whole peanut. It, okay. it was in the shell. It was. That's. Yeah. I guess yes. that's, that's that's what I yes. meant. And I say that, and I realize shelled peanut means it's taken Co out of the shell. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> my mother used to work for planters in Cleveland, no! shelling peanuts. Man. When she was like 18 or something back, you know, uh, just a few years ago. Um, <laughs> so you have a family history with peanuts Yeah, and so I, there is a family history with the peanuts and stuff. So, 
you know, it, it, it's it's there. Man, you were the chosen one. For this <laughs> so, did you ever get hungry along the way and get tempted to eat the peanuts? Actually, I brought enough peanuts that I was actually eating peanuts on the way up because you know they're a good source of protein. Yep. So you, you know, it, it it actually was pretty good. Did Did you get some raisins in there so you could get gorp going for I, for the I, mountain? I'm not much of a raisin guy. I don't. Yeah. You're you're cool. You're cool. Yeah. Raisins are like are like the worst fake out version of chocolate chips out there. So oh yeah, no 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 raisin cookies. Thank you. That's bad. Yes yes, dude. I don't you can't even tell you how much I hate oatmeal raisin cookies. So uh, we're 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 vibing here, man. Was it the same peanut? Like, did you? Is it just oh, one no. peanut? Okay, no, I was I was well over uh, two dozen peanuts because. They just, even the ones I coated with silicone and stuff. Oh, man. Um, they just wore thin. And, uh, like, the one actually, you know how it has that little weird uh, cage square pattern on them? Yeah. Well, it, 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 wore, it wore that all the way down till the skin was gone, and it looked like little nuts inside a cage because <laughs> you could see between the bars. Despite all my rage, I am still just a nut in a cage. Just still a nut in a cage. I like that. I kind of figured the shell would be like, that's like all-terrain tires. I figured that would do really well going up there. So that's surprising um most of most of them lasted a while it was like uh i crushed quite a few and uh a good half a good half of them like more than a dozen of them just fell between big giant boulders once i get up higher yeah because there's a good portion of the trail that that's all it is is big giant boulder then another boulder that you have to walk from and once they go between that you can't even see them anymore i was gonna say so like i was just picturing i guess i was just picturing dirt trails and you pushing it like did you have to like so you to clarify, too, uh, you attach like a spatula to your nose, right? Yeah, it, actually, um, I went to the dollar store and I bought a couple of spoons and uh, I took the handles off and they fit in there really nicely. Nice. Taped them up and then I just cut the end of the spoon off. Okay. So I kind of had like a little bit of a scoop, you know, so it yeah. wasn't just a flat thing because there's steps, too. And the steps, when the rain run, runs down the steps, it digs a little hole underneath oh. the... And the peanut loved to go in that tiny little hole, so I had to actually be able to get in there, shove it back, so I could flick it back up over, you know, the next step, and then go up. And so the first oh, parts of the trail were a little bit more difficult. Clearly, yeah, that's I, I can say for a fact. Peanuts do love holes, so that is very much there a thing. You go. Yes. Did you uh, did you have to fight any squirrels while you were? <laughs> did any did any animals come for you? Uh, no, the. Flies, man, they're oh, huge. It's like dude. you know, little Volkswagens flying through the air and bumping <laughs> into your head and stuff. It's it's not fun at all. Were the flies as big as the peanut at any point? Um, you know, honestly, they were. They they oh. were, I guess, a good half. You know, almost a half an inch long. Once when you're done, they're huge up there. Especially when it, once it gets warm or uh, the clouds start coming across and it looks like it's going to rain, they get all aggressive and stuff like that. So you're sitting there and you're yelling at flies, and it, it feels silly because you know the flies obviously can't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> Or they do, and they're just a-holes. <laughs> there is a chance of that, I guess. I have noticed yes, that. There is a chance. Right? Uh, I came from Kansas where there are just millions and billions of small flies. And it's like it's like we have the same biomass of flies here, but they've just concentrated <laughs> into much bigger, freaky mutant flies. So that, they're big up there. Oh, man. So... Then you had several peanuts, I guess. Did, I yes. assume you ended up with one at the end. That was like your last peanut. Uh, yeah, actually, if the picture they show of me holding, you know, the couple of 
you know, no uh, letters from the couple of mares and, and the little box with the peanut. That's the last one I actually finished with. And that one will go up to the Manitou Heritage Museum here in a little bit. Because uh, the prior peanut busher, Ulysses in 62, he'll be here this, yes, this in a couple of months, I guess, to go and go to the Heritage Museum and all that stuff. So. Oh, bad. Are you telling me? So I know this was the first one this century. The last one was in 1962. Well... Actually, apparently there was one in the seventies, but I don't know much about him because he didn't. He apparently just showed up at the top with a peanut and said, "You know, I did this," and I, you know, I I can't fault him or anything because you know I didn't drag somebody you know filming me the whole way, so I can't really say anything about his. I did have a lot of people I passed on the path who saw me pushing a peanut, <laughs> but you know there there's that. But yeah, the guy in '62, Ulysses, he's a really interesting character too, and he'll be here in a f- couple of months at the Heritage Museum. So he, he had to have gotten some weird looks from the, or did they get it? I mean, everybody knows well, about the peanut. Yeah, thing. actually, I would say ninety percent of the people knew exactly what was going on as soon as they they got very like, oh, you're the peanut <laughs> man, you're the peanut man, you know. And I heard that. Probably a hundred times at least during the week. Oh man! So, but there was there was one or two people that were like, "Are you all right? <laughs> are, are you okay?" And then you know, I said, "I'm pushing a peanut," and it's almost they kept walking. They'd look back like, "Did did he say he was pushing a?" No, he couldn't. That's not what he said. He there's, must have said something else. I don't know what that. There's no good explanation there. There's, like, there's no way to like be like no. I mean, actually, it's you know, it's a new kind of yoga that we're working on here, <laughs> trying to develop here. So, um, I mean, you know, back in the twenties and thirties, this was actually kind of a fad where they it? did this thing a lot. Um, there's still a couple of cities that have peanut bushes and stuff across America, but I could kind of see this as as making a, a comeback a little bit in, in different events and stuff, and then bringing it back. So, well, well I'm, it's a great way to get off the internet for five, for a few days at least, right? And you know, it's actually a great way to actually take away everybody's attention from the 99 percent of the dumbest crap in the world going on right now (laughs) that was honestly probably one of the reasons i've talked about it so much is because it's one piece of not depressing news for once absolutely for once (laughs) and it's like you know if if this guy can push a peanut with his nose all the way up pike's peak maybe humanity can make it you know what i mean i i'm 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 a pretty positive person i i i see things as you know, humanity can only take so much. It's just, I, I look at the parent-child relationship, and there's only so much a parent can take with a kid. Yeah. There's only so much humanity is going to be able to take with the silliness, and yeah. eventually it's all going to work out. You know, if the peanut can get to the top, if a peanut can summit a mountain. That's, that's right. 100%. How badly did your neck and back hurt after it? Actually, it's much easier to climb the mountain on your hands and knees than it is to walk up. That actually makes sense. Well, I mean, even evolutionarily like humans really aren't supposed to be standing like right, it's better right. for your back to be crawling oh wow so that kind of makes sense so the first one happened 93 years ago right i think that's I th- what I, I think i think that's what it is yes somewhere around there so for every subsequent peanut pusher like i get it because like it's been <laughs> done before let me try that too what do you think the first guy was thinking um 
What possessed him to do this? 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 bucks, I think, is is really it. He made the bet for 50 bucks, and, and back in the day, 50 bucks was 50 bucks. You know? I was so, going to say, like, 50 bucks will barely buy you a combo meal at Arby's but, these you know, days. 50 but... bucks could have bought you, like, a business, a building, three Dude. acres, 12 donkeys, and, you know. <laughs> a whole ass ton of peanuts as well. Right. So, Man. Are you ever going to try to do this again? Well, you know, I, I did it for the anniversary, and plus I'm fronting for a charity together okay. and home at last. So, you know, the, the attention I've gotten out of that, I, I could have done much better with it, but <laughs> <laughs> the attention I got out of that is is enough to actually really make it worth it for, for things. So. I was going to say, tell me about the charity that you did yeah, for. Yeah, it's uh, Together and Home at Last. Uh, we do uh, affordable housing for people. My section here in Colorado is uh, I've come up with a construction method to build dome homes. Nice. Uh, Off-grid, completely self-sufficient with a uh, like a cottage industry yeah. in the area to actually pay for the mortgage afterwards. Cottage industry, so to speak, right? Yeah. That. So like bees and, and uh, mead, things like that. Man. Dude, this is so wild. Also, like... Yeah, you're coming into an interesting studio because, like, I'm utterly, like, peanut butter is my favorite food. But <laughs> summer, summer is allergic to peanuts. So it is, like... Oh, interesting. This is a very, like, extremist views of peanuts in this, in this room. Right, yeah. So, Bob Salem, hot damn, dude. Uh, if, if you don't ever do it again, do you think you'll mentor the next generation of peanut pushers? I'm, I'm really hoping that they do something next year because, you know, that would be fun to... Put the hat on and not have to push the peanuts. Right, so. yeah. You're ready to just take a backseat role at this point. Absolutely. Just sit back and have your your air, your airline peanuts with your honey roasted <laughs> peanuts. And just like, okay, you kids can do this stupid crap. Well, and it's been like, what, if it's been since the 60s slash 70s, like, you know, let's get back into making this a regular thing. I, I like say. it. I, I thank you so much for coming into the studio because we've been so curious about this. So thank you so much for coming in. No and, uh, uh, you know, good luck mentoring the next generation of people <laughs> that are, are going to actually find out it doesn't hurt your neck that badly. So right on. Bob Salem, thank you so much, man. Thank you. What an awesome dude. And it surprised me to know that he only moved here 16 years ago. He definitely has the vibe of somebody that's lived in Manitou their entire life. Well, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of What's New Now. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, pay your taxes, turn your clocks back, wear sunscreen, treat people with kindness, drink your Ovaltine, use your turn signal, and always bring extra peanuts. For X1039's What's New Now, I'm Crowley. Thanks.